Why are you so pissed off? You're not paying that much. Welcome to the show. It is Black Sheep Rising. Oh, coming to you straight from Keene, New Hampshire, the Liberty Media Capital of the Planet. And it is episode 74. It's October 12th, 2014. My name is Conan Soliday. Let me introduce these two knuckleheads who I love so much. James Robin Hood Cleveland is here with the dog. That's right. Always with the dog. Keeping him. His tail is wagging like crazy, but he's I can see him. Settling down ever so slightly, we got to get him to that that point where I don't reach over and slap him because he's like in the Zen moment right now. I don't know what's going on. Gotta smack that dog because you got to smack that dog whenever his tail wags too much. Garrett Ian, of course, is with us. Still hasn't vacated the premises. I, I hear, I hear, I hear chatter. Don't want it to happen, but uh, it's not going to happen, is it? What's going to happen? I don't know. Gonna leave? Leave no. what? <laughs> leave leave the uh, vicinity. That's not gonna happen, is it? Oh, you mean the Keene area? The Keene area, yeah. Well, I think it's good to have uh, headquarters in other parts of the world. It's good. To, it's good to sow your sow your your uh, your 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 wild oats. Sure. I mean, the world's a big place, and Keene's a very very small place. Mm-hmm. So it's something to be aware of. You know, to keep one's mind active, you got to keep your mind traveling. You got to you got to keep your options open. You got to and you got to learn from you know other people's experiences too. So I mean, it might be you know it's it's a it's a definitely a one mindset kind of a situation here in the area, and uh, you know who knows what's going on other parts of the globe. Some strong language, maybe. So you two. Uh, have something going on this Wednesday. That's right. Uh, we're so, heading to the New Hampshire Supreme Court for the uh, the Robin Hood Inn. And that is in Concord, New Hampshire. So that's going to be a little bit of a drive. But What, what time is it? I don't even... Uh, 9.30, I believe, is when the arguments are scheduled to begin. Okay. So I'll probably be heading there early. It's, you know, my old stomping ground, so... Enjoying the celebration there of being able to have advanced this activism to a point where the state itself is like responding to it and reacting to it. Yeah, that's that's really crazy that it, that it's gone this far. Something as simple as it is, they just can't they can't let it go, and uh, they're gonna hold they're gonna hold out as long as they can because, well, of course, their money is uh, infinite, you know, or until it runs out, anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, what 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 do they have to lose? Yeah, there's kind of another media storm, too. I don't know how much... Uh, I had a couple of interviews with the BBC. Mm-hmm. So I, it's been difficult to keep up with it since the beginning. and had to call in and, you know, and do that. That was interesting. Um, uh, Boston Fox 5, I think, did a piece on it. And well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean... I mean, it just... When you hear people doing good deeds who and are being victimized, they're being... Uh, you know, attacked uh, by the powers that be. I mean, of course. Yeah, but that's the narrative of the the city is their employees are being attacked, which is complete nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, they. Well, I'm talking about you guys being attacked. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And so, and so these media uh, establishments are. That's what they see. They see that uh, young these young individuals who are doing good deeds are they're um, they're, they're working on their karma. Uh, are going out and saving people from being ticketed. I mean, however you look at it, whatever, whatever the reasons at the end of the day that you guys are doing what you're doing, you're still being attacked by the powers that be that, that are supposed to represent us and take care of us and protect us. 
And what do they do all day long? They attack the little guy. And, this, and very blatantly, they're going after the little guy. Well, if we look to how the state has responded to these incidents, I mean, we do have the arrests related to no contact orders with parking enforcers where they took down Graham on a bail conditions violation. Mm-hmm. But other than that, as far as crimes related to Robin Hooding activity, um, we're seeing more and more people who are critics of Robin Hood condemning us being arrested and cited for their violent behavior and insights to violence. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. I, uh, I, this show is not going to get out there. It'll it'll be out the evening of uh, the the court date, uh, which is too bad. Uh, the live streamers, of course, are going to get to to enjoy uh, whatever is said, uh, but everyone else is going to find out afterwards. It's going to be it's going to be history. And speaking of crimes tangentially related to Robin Hooding, I just recently found out that there will be someone facing charges for an assault upon myself, who is not for assaulting me during Robin Hooding, but for something later one evening while I was chalking. And that's Bradford Hutchinson, who may be familiar with the show. I know we've talked about him before, specifically yeah. with uh, well, even Graham and Rich. T- to your point, real quick, Conan, the uh, the point about the show's airing on Wednesday. My understanding is that won't be the decision. That's just the no, argument. Absolutely not. Yeah, it won't change. There won't well, be. Well, I mean, if anyone to wanted to, if anyone wasn't aware of what was going on, and they actually wanted to, I don't know, attend the event. What'll be interesting to see is what the Supreme Court judges ask of the attorneys during the presentation the presentation is what we've already seen before that'll be like 15 20 minutes of each attorney presenting what's fascinating to me and maybe it's not unusual uh the fact that the supreme court basically came back and said uh recommended the parties mediate quote unquote uh instead of going to the court but i think it's insane that um so even if we were to Robin Hood and not speak to the parking enforcement officers at all, uh, they still want this zone around their enforcers. Uh, sure. What if they just started arbitrarily adding people to the zone? Like someone comes and uh, disputes a parking ticket. Okay, now they're in the zone too. We're issued you a no trespass order. I mean, like, to me it's a really dangerous precedent. And it's just outrageous, the whole thing. They, they These people claim they work for us and then... No, they, they they work for them. Obviously, they, they, they don't. They're, they're gonna, well, they're going to protect their jobs first. That's the first thing on the list of things to do. And if, you know, they do a good turn at the end of the day, you know, working for us, they'll, you know, they'll get into that. Yeah, I think I, I ramped you up a little bit. I think your sound was down. Either you either you changed your mic position or... Yeah, I think I was speaking a little bit away from it. Yeah, go back to where you were. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. That's better, I believe. But, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Um we know it'll happen. Okay, Do go we? On. Do we? Sure. I don't expect why the decision would be any different from what Mr. Kissinger decided. I don't know. Sometimes these things, it just it depends on, you know, the flavor of the judge. I mean, he might might not be a free speech kind of a guy. He might decide that, uh, you know, the, har- the harm was being done to the city employees. A good that- point about this is it'll be a panel, a board of judges, a board of robes. Is that how? Is, that's how, how, how many? Three, five, five. Is that is that typical? Is that's that, the Supreme Court of New Hampshire. Oh, There's no that. other appellate court in New Hampshire, and all five of them, I believe, had the opportunity to ask questions. Enlighten and, me. <laughs> yeah, it's a unique body, and if there was an appeal from there, it would go directly to the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington D.C. And they have to decide unanimously that uh, the decision is. I mean, how does how does the how does their weight work afterwards, the decision-making process work afterwards? They will issue something that we will receive in writing a few months from now. But, I mean, do they have to be unanimous in their decision, or can it, does it have to be a majority, three no, against two? Or? I think majority is what determines it. Hmm. Could be wrong about that, though, but I'm pretty sure. So you're, so you're pretty confident that it's a done deal as in, in, in your favor? That sure. I mean, the the free speech argument seems pretty clear. They want to classify it as a protest activity, whatever. They kept trying to ask how we ourselves as Robin Hooders identified the activity. And I didn't I'm really care to define to it. You. I want to live in peace. I don't know how the legal system and like the culture that determines the law is going to define it. But I know that it seems pretty clear to me what side free speech is on. That unless you're doing something criminal, unless you're doing something threatening, that it doesn't qualify. Now the places where they do claim these special rights, like abortion clinics or even Planned Parenthood, I've seen protests in front of here in Keene, even though they don't do abortions. 
um, those are places where there's some sort of element that there may be violence anyway, where there's mm-hmm. no insinuation with that with Robin Hooding. In fact, the court determined, or not necessarily determined, but uh, demonstrated just the opposite. The parking enforcers pointed out that the only danger they've seen is people wanting to hurt us. Right. One of them, which you're going to deal with. Uh, yeah, this. Speak, speaking of that, you brought up Bradford earlier. and What's the uh, situation there? Well, I received a subpoena. Um, I haven't really had contact with him or cared to since that incident occurred. Robin Hood is funded by a vast underground cabal. There you go. He's, he's uh, I guess you could say, a conspiracy theorist here in Keene. You see him often downtown. He carries flags. And I was unaware of whether or not he had been charged. I filed a report the night he had grabbed me. I thought maybe this was like July or uh, August. It actually turns out it was May. Like I went back to my old video and found it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was. I was surprised one night somebody grabs me from behind while I'm on the ground. While I was chalking, like bending down on the ground. He grabbed you. I grabbed the back that. of my neck. Yeah, this was a pretty. I really wish I had been recording audio that evening. Um, fortunately, I wasn't. But I did have a camera with me, and I began it as soon as that incident. As soon as I felt safe. And it was strange. I mean, I wrote a full report on it that you can read linked in the video description from that evening. If you look up Bradford Hutchinson on Freeman TV Raw, there's a number of videos that pop up. The one that's in May at night of this year, I think May 20th maybe, um, is that video. And it was weird. Uh, He's getting charged with presumably assault. I haven't. He hasn't had contact with me since then, and I believe that's because there might be a no-contact order that I don't know about. I should really go to the court and pull the record on it. Um, I mentioned in that report about the incident last or two Februarys ago where he waved a pepper spray canister in my face, and I caught that on video. Wow. I didn't report it at the time. In retrospect, I wish I would have, knowing that he would have kept up those sorts of incidents. Uh, Why are we fighting? Yeah, this would be a good time for a Dennis Hopper drop. Well, uh, all right, we'll, we'll go over the, uh, the video. I don't, know that, I don't know that there's so many drops in that video that you, know, that you claim are there. I Just watched about it. Everything I was... Dennis Hopper says in Apocalypse Now could be its own little drop. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we'll keep uh, you guys at home and your listeners, uh, you know, up to date. This is definitely something that this is a big deal. You know, well, it, you I mean, know it seems really silly and frivolous, but it's really a, he was really on a, a suspended deal. sentence for oh, an I'm, assault. I'm, I'm sorry, not, not about Bradford, about the Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Well, there, Brad, I mean, Bradford's it's not a big deal. I mean, it's. Well, I, I saw him the other day. He he has some. Uh, so he has like an American flag, and then he has. Uh, I think Tibet. Or something. Is it like Tibet? An army flag or something? I don't. Know. Yeah, I was like, what what flag is this? It really wasn't identifiable. Sometimes to me. he has that one curled up, and it's just the U.S. imperial flag out. So what what does he do um, for money? No, what, is, what what does he do with the flag when he's not holding it? He puts it up against something sometimes. Does he put? Is it up next next to the uh, Robin oh, Williams the other Memorial? Night, Isn't that in, like disrespectful? I was in the Keene State <laughs> Library. It's like eleven. It's like maybe eleven at night. They close at midnight. All the computers are occupied. Bradford's at one of them. His flag's up against the wall, and he's sitting in the chair like uh, <laughs> he's, he's passed knocked, right out. Knocked out. I really should have gotten a photo. It was a funny moment. I'm sure it <laughs> repeats itself. Did you hear me? I said, "Get off my lawn now." <laughs> Old guys need to sleep, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they don't really bother him, even though I think he is dangerous and that people should be cautious around him. Like, I'm sure people get hassled at a lot of places for falling asleep. Did you see this? How do you like this idea right here? How does that make you feel? They have the t-shirt. Yeah. Wow. You should they talk to that guy uh, to model your shirt. Of course, this is his Azzle, so this is his crazy expensive. Yeah. Like 25 bucks for a custom t-shirt. I got to figure out how to mass produce them, but not like, I don't think I can handle a hundred shirts. But I can't pay twenty five dollars. Yeah, the, the problem they do it six dollar shirts. They have custom shirts. I don't know what the deal is. They, they, they do, but I don't. I don't know if they're that good of a deal. Yeah, and and of course, what they're happens? Cheaper than that. And of course, what happens to your artwork afterwards? Are they? Is that their property? Uh, no, I think it's it's very um, mono. You wouldn't be able to do that design. You'd have to change it a little bit. It's too detailed. For real? Yeah. They only didn't do like one one color basically, like this shirt. Well, they'd be sharp. I mean, that does look sharp. And why do black T-shirts cost more, $5 more at, at Zazzle than white T-shirts? Demand, probably. Ours, the dye, who knows? I can't understand. And here they are, you know, uh, wool merchants, wool farmers getting rid of all the black sheep. Yeah, I got my wool socks on. And they want the, they want the white sheep because you can do anything with white wool. Black wool can only be one color. How do you like that nonsense? And, and look at this. Now they're, they're, they ramp up the... 
the, the, the cost of black t-shirts by five dollars if you're getting a wool shirt though it's a pretty good deal because it's like real quality because cotton isn't the highest yeah there's quality. no telling what crap this is because six dollar shirts as much as i love those guys this the quality of the shirts aren't very good they're really thin but well they're only six dollars i mean you're really, you really you get what you pay for and you you know you're just gonna have to buy more than one i guess by the way i do need to you know ramp i only have the three shirts i need to ramp my uh my arsenal up get a couple more get a couple more designs so anything else happen uh here in the good old uh, Keene, new hampshire yeah um i'm working on starting a business with some other folks here besides keeping me busy you didn't build that somebody else made that happen <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's actually funny because uh you know you know you always think of like western massachusetts as uh so uh I guess if if someone says Massachusetts, I always think like like very government friendly, very uh, uh, quote unquote statist, if you want to call it that. Oh, but yeah. but the people of Western Respect Mass, and it's like this in New York too. It's like this in a lot of places. Uh, they're they're really oppressed by like Boston. Like the people in Western Mass are no completely different. And you know, than the people by, out by east. Way, Illinois is like that with Chicago. You know how we do business places. here? Nobody will ever oppress you here. Baltimore over the rest of Maryland. Come if, they, if, if you're having a hard time in Massachusetts, Maryland, B- Boston, wherever. Do you guys think that Manchester oppresses anybody? Like it doesn't seem like an oppressive place. <sighs> it look it looks kind of it looks kind of dingy. It's the, the police there look scary. It, yeah, that's true. Their jail is one of the worst in the but I, northern you know, New England. There. I'd probably be. Uh, rather be arrested uh by them than new york police or chicago police yeah i mean sure. speaking of or boston uh, speaking of dealing with the law enforcement i mean we we deal with them all the time i the don't necessarily comfy, do so i speak. know the gentleman right next to me just dealt with him just yesterday there was a 411 that was put out saying get your asses over to James Cleveland's new place of establishment uh, he's got a little situation going on I'm trying to skirt yeah so basically um I'm sitting there working, and I hear, uh, like, someone pull up, and I'm thinking it's uh, Jay or someone like that. So I go outside uh, to see what's up, and I kind of come around the corner, and right there is a state trooper, like the state, like him in the car, and he's, like, taking a picture of my car. <laughs> Or he appeared to be doing something like that. I didn't really see what he did exactly. He's checking your numbers, man. Like he immediately like put whatever he like his camera or whatever in his pocket, and he kind of turned me. So I, I had no time to start recording, right? Uh, but basically, he, he's like, you know, my my I have an old police cruiser, and I bought. Well, it was purchased like that. It has like police residue. It says uh, police. Yeah, the glue is still on there. The, it's the, not really r- visible unless you're looking for it. It isn't like yeah. It if you look at it at an angle, there. if you look at it in the right light, you can see it plain as day. Uh, but it's not there, and uh, I don't know. So yeah. Anyway, this vehicle it, it's not. Uh, it doesn't say police, and I'm not trying to uh, trick anyone that I'm a police officer. So the guy's like, "Oh, you can't drive this," and if I see. It being driven, uh, I'm going to impound it, and I'm going to ticket you. And I said, okay, well, I'm not trying to be rude, but uh, could you please provide me the RSA you're referring to? <laughs> yeah. And so the guy is like, sure, and he goes and sits in his car. Uh, I go back to what I'm doing. I come out a little bit later. I grab some stuff out of my car. He's still there. At this point, I'm, like, uh, filming. I go back in. I'm, like, locking the door, you know. Yeah. Eventually, he left. I didn't really hear him leave but uh so he eventually took off yeah you sat there for like 10 minutes you, looking you didn't, you didn't talk to him again so i guess he's on the radio he's on the horn calling his folks up he's like you hey got a rsa on that one there charlie yeah isn't there something out there uh yeah something something is there something no there isn't all right well i uh no reason for me to go talk to this guy again it's insane because um this vehicle All right, you guys going to either take care of him or not? I mean, he can't he can't be coming running back in there like that. He's going to start knocking cameras over, and then this old man is going to flip out. 
But that's like, why like, he's the star of the with, show. With this vehicle, no issues for like five months. But then All within sudden, this last month, it's just been like... Uh, well, this last guy was a statey. That's right. And, what, and, and who were the other guys? Uh, so I was pulled over for allegedly speeding in uh, Massachusetts. Allegedly. I went to, to go fight that. Yeah, and that's something else I could I could speak of. So I'm driving, and I come around this corner, and there's like a cop outside of the vehicle, and he claims I'm doing 20 over in a work zone. Okay, well, f- allegedly. First of all, the work zone wasn't marked. If you don't have signs up, how do I know it's a work zone? I don't know. Okay, like that blew my mind. And secondly, when I saw him, I, I slowed down, so there's no possible way I could be doing what he claimed. And he wrote on the ticket that he estimated the speed. So it would be great if you had four hundred dollar ticket. Well, whoa, four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Shit, finds doubled in work zone. Ching. So, yeah, good yeah, God, so man. I, I'm going to fight that, and hopefully they'll just drop it. Well, I'm thinking if you get your dash cam footage, you can submit like the entire length of your drive and claim that you have to play that in court to demonstrate <laughs> that there were no signs <laughs> indicating well, right, it was wait, a no, work no, here's Here's my starting point. Here's my ending point. Google Maps says it'll take me this long to get to this point, except you can see that I was like 10 minutes over. So, I mean, come on. Can you do the math? But even if that doesn't, but even if that doesn't make any sense, you know, just playing the entire uh, the entire trip in court would be very aggravating. So there's a website. I think it's a motorist.org/ma, mm-hmm. and it's like a uh, organization that basically tells you how to fight uh, parking tickets. And in Massachusetts, you can request like all the training of the officer. You can request like his certifications, his entire record. So it recommends that you do that, just so. It's like they'll get to the point where, like, yeah, this is not worth our time to submit 15 years of training. You know, there was one uh, story I've been trying to get to talk about for the longest time, uh, and it's old news now, of course. But uh, and it's not look, it's not even there anymore. Uh, my one of my hometown, Melrose, Florida, uh, neighbored uh, the speed trap of the friggin' U.S. I've driven through there, I've seen Waldo, over. Waldo, Florida, and like every single cop. In this little town, all they are are uh, speedsters, speed trappers, and there's a and you know uh, there's a big old sign out in front that says "Beware of the speed trap" and the whole nine, and that's how they make that's how they make their money. That's how this little town makes their money. And finally, after all these years, my entire life, uh, the the actual officers came forward and said, "Hey, look, uh, our police chief has been, uh, you know." illegally mandating that we uh what's the word i'm looking for quota there is a quota that is being delivered to us you know and not so it's not written out on paper or anything but we yeah we're we're having to deal with this quota every every month and uh they came forward uh reported the guy i guess he lost his job the chief lost his job and then of course all the officers lost their job as well so it's it's turned the department entirely I think the entire department is dissolved. The article, of course, is uh, I guess I guess after two weeks they don't exist any longer here at this uh, Gainesville Sun. One thing you think about dissolved departments. I don't know if you guys heard that the officer involved in the shooting in Ferguson, Missouri, he came from a department that had been previously dissolved. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we took this action to take steps to prevent these bad cops. Oh yeah, from these these attacking people and like well, and, and, and actually these one, one at least one of these cops these cops got together and decided they would come forward. So at the end of the day, I guess is, you know, maybe they can get a job with a college or something. Oh, they're going to get a job in Gainesville or there's there going to be towns that are going to they're going to suck these guys up. They they're, they're going to have a job at the end of the day. Uh no doubt. Now the police chief, I don't know about him. And he's the kind of guy you don't want to have a job. Where PD may be hiring. Well, yeah, it's if you want to if you enjoy the cold, you, you know. Here they unfired the police chief there that they fired for being corrupt. Like the city council held a vote to unfire the corrupt guy and give him back pay. How did how did that work? I mean, uh, this I don't know what it is about where it's like everything's voted for and it's really corrupt. Like the police chief was a voted for position, the city council, all that stuff's voted for, and they voted for this corrupt cop. Yeah, but that's that oh, had been like falsifying documents and like destroying evidence and things. Well, like that's that. like was that here in, in Kingo. Yeah, the, the the police chief Mayola is appointed by the the 
the city board. He's not right? elected though. In where the town itself elects the police chief. So you'd think there'd be more accountability, right? Not exactly. The last one was appointed though because they like disposed of the other one through either resignation or whatever. Yeah, but and we know it, we know how. And then was. he just got busted. Like the new guy they brought in from another state got busted for like domestic violence. Yeah, but you know how. Yeah, elections appointed. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. We're being screwed royally. Uh, however, you work at it. Yeah, my my election. Uh I, I think it's democracy rules. There's two of us and yeah. one of you. <laughs> so you're fucked, Conan. <laughs> yeah, my election, I went down in flames. I think you went down in flames? Not really. I didn't I didn't put anything into it. Okay. Well I put a lot of effort into it. I mean and I, it was like a complete fucking Hindenburg disaster. I think, yeah, I think you put a lot of work in it. I did I did purchase some signs. Um I late. I actually received some uh uh, uh contributions. Um, late, and I decided that the signs that I was going to get one day, I should get them now. Otherwise, I would have felt bad that I got that money. So I went ahead, put it to put put it to use, and of course, I got my signs a week late. And I think they're I think they're pretty smooth signs. If you look right over here on the side of Garrett, I'll grab that. Let's and, put it up uh, for the camera. I think I think they're pretty sharp. <laughs> oh, that's the very. Like how you can write your own message. <laughs> That's true. You got a multi multi purpose. So you've got uh, I think I think it's good good colors, good bumblebee colors. They got they stand out. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do political things, you might as well not put an office on it and just have your name so you could use it for whatever you want to use it for well, in the future. I, what that I'll probably what I'll probably do is I'll actually uh, print out. I'll actually laminate some uh, some I, something to stick in the corner uh, for whatever that I'm running for because that really does confuse some people. If, if you don't tell them that you're running for school board or for city council or state rep or whatever <laughs> you're like well what's he running for but you're but i mean if, if but if you're going to the polls you should know well, to me it's like if you're you gonna should know to actually vote for a person on the ballot you might as well just write them in for every office right you don't know any of those other people yeah that's why i write daryl w perry down every on every on everything well, i'm surprised to hear that but i you know if i trusted you well, i'm not writing cantwell you, down does it make you happier well, I voted for all sorts of different people for all the different offices, but none of the ones that were on the ballot because I don't know those people. I don't trust them. They're going to win anyway, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't vote for any of them. So we'll. Uh, so I and and I and I I got. I guess I got like well, I don't even remember what it was. One hundred and twenty or something out of. So it wasn't that bad, like ten percent or something. Um, and I and I and I run into people all the time. It's like, hey, how'd you do on the thing? I'm like, well, I, I didn't even know you knew I was running. It's like, yeah, I voted for you. And I was like, well, that's great. I mean, so. Uh, Considering that, yeah, it's a good outreach. Considering that I didn't call anybody, I didn't get on the radio program there, or because I mean I was really busy this season. Um, considering all that, uh, I'm I'm happy with the results. So it can only it can only go up from here. Um, I think more and more people, the kind of people who don't vote, the kind of people who don't monitor any of this stuff, they don't listen to the 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 pup the the community radio programs in the morning. They don't watch Cheshire TV. They don't. Yeah. Well, and it, 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 they don't do. They're they're at work, making that money, paying them bills, coming home, having a drink, uh, going to McHugh's or whatever. They're they're, they're living their lives. They're, they're in the rat race. They're living their basically. lives. Yep. They don't have time. The people who vote are the people who benefit. The the well, I guess I'll I'll throw I'll throw them under the bus. The old the older people, they have more time. You know, they probably and they get more. They get more, a little I mean, look, more. Look, look who gets the most benefits in this in this country. It's you know, just just look at what are all the all the laws are. Who are for. they trying to stop the most? They're 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 favorable to corporations. They're favorable to old people. Um, I, I think things they're favorable to people like like lawyers. You know, these people and, and who and who are the ones who are voting? Who are the ones who are making laws? It's it's you know that's how it works. Things will not change, in my opinion. If you just look at human history, uh, it's it's always like uh, you have change in uh, social, political, uh, cultural change. Uh, usually, you have these great upheavals when people are desperate, like. They're, they, you have to be spending like more than a third of your income on food, yeah, or maybe it's in half. There's so, like a huge percentage. Like uh, that's when you like society start getting into the danger zones, and we're nowhere near that. And then yeah, the people who would be on the edge are, are getting food stamps, and, and yeah, but we are spending. It might not be on food, but a huge portion of our income is going. 
to pay for stuff. Well, I was going to say, if you look at and the every, metrics. And every, and every time they add something, every time they add something to the entitlement list, right now it's the medical. And all that guy's getting thrown on the burn heap. Um, you know, every time they add something to it, it's going to get it's going to get harder and harder and harder on the middle class, and uh, and we and that's why we're that's why the middle class is going away. One of the privileges of the United States is that food relative to one's income is one of the lowest things here, and like, that's exactly that, and that's a good, that's a good point. So I mean, right now it's so it's so easy to grow food that it can't be you know you can't you, I don't think you can add it to that equation, but something like medical. The most exploited thing education is yeah, yeah, and that's why that's why we'll see uh, change probably in healthcare. That's why people are like, we need uh, uh, more Medicare, George Bush. We need Obamacare, uh, Obama. Yep. Like the, the the things that, and, and there'll probably be some kind of education reform. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, they're like, oh, college is free now, or, or whatever they come up Re- with. Reform, <laughs> I love that. Everything, saying, every, everything is reform. It just never, you know, this is it's, it's supposed to work, and yet it just keeps having to be changed and tweaked. And well, it's you know a new direction, a new day. What, what, what can we, come after Obama? I, I kind of interrupted I, no, but it's, you, but, it's, but it's the same old. It's not. It's nothing different. It's the same old. You know, ramp up the prices of things. You know, give throw more money at this at this situation, and maybe it'll go away. So it's not reform. It's just it's the same. Uh, well, throw I more think, money at it. Uh, it'll, maybe it'll go away. What you're probably referring to is when I said uh, property is the most exploited thing. Well, the yes. property tax is what the government relies on the most in this particular area around most of the United States. So I'd say that's the way that people are most exploited is through just their everyday living on an area within a house on property. Because that's the thing that is most just taxed. That's the thing that's most exploited. I don't think people realize it. Um, if you just look at the income tax – you know, uh, and the payroll taxes. Like myself, I'm I'm paying like forty percent right now, and then there's all this other like the gas tax and vehicle uh, power re- tax, vehicle, vehicle and water and vehicle registration, phone tax. It, it's insane. It, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's over half my income. E- and year. that's and that's the thing, and that's why there's so many hidden taxes because if people did realize how much was how much the system spending. is set up where you don't you don't realize it, you just get your paycheck. No one looks – well, sometimes people look at the, the taxes, but everyone just look looks at, at the shit. bottom line. This is why I'm so pissed off, and everyone's always asking me, why are you so pissed off? You're not paying that much. Well, well people yeah, look at that yeah, bottom when line you, when you like, start, when okay. You, when you start adding everything up, it, it does it does turn out to be pretty wretched. And I'm not even close to paying out as much as, say, people like my parents are paying out. I mean, they're, dude, my parents pay more in taxes a year than I make. Think about that. That's that's pretty obnoxious. Is it something that is sufficient though, where like they're getting an income that is equal to, or they're getting an? Oh, income they're making from a lot. They're source? making a lot more money than me, but I mean, that's of course, and that's why they're paying more. Because yeah, if, if it's be- just straight up better, a tax on property, the it's like you one do in is life, doomed into poverty. The better you do in life, the more you make at your job, uh, the better, the more money you put into your property to to you know, you know, to improve the condition of your your improve the value of your property. The more you're penalized, it's like, right. hey, hey, hey! Thanks a lot for doing a good job in life. It's an incentive for poverty. I mean, why would you want to live in an expensive place if it means you physically have to pay on a consistent basis for it? It's ridiculous. And of course, and of course, the city nannies, and I know, and I know it's at all levels, but in our particular particular situation, the city nannies are interested in improving the value of Keene. They want to improve the the, the assessed value of Keene of downtown. And, and, Keene. and what do they do? They penalize you for actually improving your situation in life. They penalize you. So it's like, well, you're doing it all backwards. I mean, you should actually, you know, so we had the problem with Marlboro Street. They're, they're trying to fix that whole place up. It's, a, it's, a, it's probably it's, it's one of the shittiest parts of town. And there's a reason because it's, it's downtown. No one wants to live there. They can't afford the, the tax uh, rate that's there. Uh, so w- why in hell would you build anything there? I mean, you're going to come out in my direction. You're going to go, you're going to go North Keene or you're going to go somewhere else. And that's right around the area of that polluted Kingsbury property as well. Exactly. And, very, a very, and that's a very uh, uh, sneaky. It's a hot potato. It's a very hot potato kind well, of situation. we're not sure if it's we're, polluted. Well, we're not like, really. Isn't that the, uh, the city's position? Hey, we're not sure. Hey, we're not even. We're not we even, don't want it to be an EPA Superfund site. We don't want the feds to come in we're not on even, us. We're not even sure if the guy who purchased the property isn't buddy-buddy with maybe 
you know, some of the city. Uh, they uh, just automatically assume that whoever polluted it wouldn't be responsible. They're like, oh, well, if it's polluted, you know, who would have to pay for fixing it? Nobody knows. Not like the person who polluted it would be found and held responsible. It's in I, that I, sense like, oh, we know they're protected. We're not even going to bother that. I am very uh, leery of that whole situation. Now the city's talking about buying it. Well, it's a it's a file folder. I think it's, it's a, a piece of paper in a file folder that polluted it, Garrett. Well, it's also a giant piece of property with no <laughs> trespassing signs up. They need to open that up for the people at the homestead and maybe fix it up themselves. Maybe turn at least turn it into a park or something. Yeah, it would be a nice place for a park right before you get to the police station on the Cheshire Rail Trail. <laughs> oh, God. Did you guys hear about me and my little situation? Oh, the roof Which is on one? fire. The roof is on fire. This old man was uh, out and about last Monday working on his chicken coop. Finally getting – I've had a tarp – the thing is built, but I had a tarp over uh, the, uh, the rafters there to keep the, keep the, the animals dry. Um, and I, and I, cause I was looking for some used tin and, you know, I just couldn't find any. So I actually went down, spent about 200 bucks at the uh, old Home Depot and got some tin, cut it up, was putting it up and I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, try, I was trying not <laughs> to spend, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to spend any money on that project. Uh, but you know, it happens. So anyways, I was up there all day long goofing around, putting slats uh, on the rafters to hang the the tin, and uh, I guess it was a little uh, right around the afternoon sometime. I was pretty much laying into the the rafters, and I reached out to put my foot down, and slipped on the top plate, and I went head first. This is seven and a half feet up. I went head first, went right through one of the slats that I had already hung broke right through it and then i did a little kind of a turn and i landed on the back of my neck oh fuck and then just laid there for like three seconds and just thought about it (laughs) i thought about my situation (laughs) and i was like in feeling feeling for my fingers and my toes and then the chickens started pecking at me and i guess and i didn't land on any of the chickens so (laughs) that was a good thing but yeah i just laid there and i thought about it about how stupid i was and about whether I broken my neck or not, and I got up. I was all right. The, it helped that I landed in the cage because there's about three inches of just like mulch that's been building up over time, so it kind of cushioned my fall a little bit. Yeah, roofing is uh, one of the most dangerous things you can do. And honestly, I mean, if you're going to do it, it's fine, but you should get a uh, harness. Oh God. So this is this is what I did to my leg, and that didn't, I don't even know what I hit on the way down that would do, do this to my leg. Um, looks like an electric guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you said it looked like a tattoo before. That's a pretty pretty ugly looking. tattoo. Is that like a bruise or is that? Yeah, that's a bruise. That's no, that's, yeah, that's not abrasion. Wow. But um, but yeah, the uh, could could you imagine if I had broken my neck and I was just laying in there and the chickens came and they were like they would eat you eventually right they would have first they would have <laughs> poked my eyes out they would have feasted on my eyeballs I trust that you would have said something was wrong chewed off his leash and gone to get help and then Shauna of course she she drove up like twenty minutes later and she didn't even know where I was I was out there working for a whole another hour before she finally walked out and she realized that I was even out there so she wouldn't have found me I would have oh been, wait so you, you you got back up and you went back to work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> right up back on the roof. Got to get, got to get this oh project my God. done. Man. But the, what the thing is, is that I have been in so much pain. So, anyways, that leg was that leg is nothing. I mean, it's just it's just a bruise. You know, I got one on my arm here too. It, no, that's nothing. It's the back of my friggin' neck that has been paining me all week, and it still hurts so bad. And I can feel just a little bit of a knot. I might have actually like cracked something. But uh, I'm, so, I'm I was so lucky, and and and, and but the th- and the thing is is that that's the second time I've fallen through a roof. The other time was in Honduras when we were running cable on their old rickety buildings, and we were running across the top of a building that we thought was structurally sound. How course, high, how course, high up was it? Uh, it was a it was oh it was a tall building. It was, I think it was at least four stories, but. Um, that's why you need the building codes, Conan. Yeah, well, this because these buildings, yeah, they that, buildings would just be collapsing on each other. That's on why we need Fred Parcells running around, you know, you know, keeping us <laughs> keeping us up to date. 
Um, I saw this thing from Yemen where they're uh, demoing a building, and what they do is they just the little kids are throwing stones at it, and like it's insane, but it works. Like they're throwing it at like uh, the uh, the load bearing uh, wood, mm-hmm. like they'll collapse section and they'll start chunking them at the other one, collapse that section. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, and I didn't tell you what my problem was. So, so anyways, here's here's the moral of the story. I was using the wrong tool for the job. I had my little like loafers on mm-hmm. that are pretty much good for nothing. But I, so I use them to walk back and forth from the chicken coop and all because I don't care if they get shit on the bottom of them. They've got no tread. They're like smooth. They're like they're like baby baby bottom smooth. And that was my problem when I reached out for that to grab that top plate and stand on it. Just slip. So there's so there's your moral of the story right there. Use the right tool for the job. Use so, the right so, safety so I, equipment. So I said I went back to work after I went back in the house, put my sne- my good running sneakers on, and now I'm good to go. Except the pain, and hopefully the pain goes away because it's it's hard going to work every day and friggin' you can't lift things unless you you know. I'll I'll get over it. Yeah, I. I uh... I injured like my uh, back and my my neck from doing uh, push-ups, and that's like like one of the worst injuries you can have is a back injury because it's like it's so it's, it's, I can't do anything. Everything you know what I mean? is in, everything is involved. You know, walking, sitting. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't do push-ups. I can't do sit-ups. I can't do squats. I can't do anything. You can't do so nothing. I, I agree with Bruce Lee's philosophy that one should work their core most thoroughly. Because uh, so much is built off your core and as well as your back. So. Well, what I was doing is I was yeah, the, the only the only exercise I do anymore is squats. Squats are good at I working your whole body. It's, it's I was surprised at, like the ratio of like all the muscles you use that you don't even really realize with a squat, even though of course your legs are dominant. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, you, legs, back, you, even your, your arms. I mean, you work. I mean, you're working everything, and it's just a really. It's a core, a core uh, uh, exercise that just works everything. Wait, squats work your arms? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta balance. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, if you're using oh, a, oh, a, a weight, weight system, okay. sure, yeah. Well, no, even if you're not using weight, I mean, if you're doing a proper squat, and I and I definitely recommend if anyone's going to go do squats that they just, I mean, just watch some YouTube videos because there's a whole there is there is there's science behind it all, and you can you can do it wrong and you can mess yourself up, you can hurt your knees. Um, and 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 there are different there are different positions for if you're a tall versus if you're shorty or you got you know you're or you're thick, you know as to where you hold your knees, how far apart your your stance is, uh, if you're going over your knees or not, if your knees are past your toes. Uh, so there's yeah there's different there's definite science behind it all, and you can hurt yourself. If yeah, you don't this do portion right. of the show is for Daryl. You need to do some squats there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We know you got he bad knees. He cannot pick up a knife to yeah. cut a steak. That's a Daryl. That's a Daryl squat right there. He's going <laughs> to cutting that steak, cutting that steak, taking bites, taking steak from. We, we love you, Daryl. From plate to, you see me squatting over the table, to eat that food. <laughs> oh crap! Hey, you know what? I want to uh, do something new today. Um, I'm going to play a little drop for us. Uh, I got an excellent donation this week. I just wanted to give the man credit if I can find this the email. Uh, Nick uh, donated to the show. He's become a uh, honest to God contributor. Is that him? No, not uh, not to be confused with Nicholas Kirkpatrick, the uh, Pokemon Battle Mage from Virginia. Nick, you're from Virginia, right? Uh, this is Nick from somewhere else in the country. Uh, also a longtime uh, viewer. And Superfan wrote in, Dear Conan, I've been watching the show since pretty early on, and I'm so glad to have learned about what you guys have been going on uh, there in New Hampshire. Please keep up what you're doing, because it is amazing, and it is also amazing that you have been putting out so much material consistently. Today, I donated $50 to your show. It's not much at all, but it's all I could give right now. I hope it helps you, and maybe... Uh, I hope it helps you get maybe a day off from work. Uh, <laughs> great show. Keep it up. P.S. You should have Ellen on more often. Um, thank you, sir. And no, $50 is a, a, a very nice contribution. Um, I It blows my mind that there are people out there who, you know, yeah. have, been, have been pretty much watching since day one. 
and actually and actually getting some uh, some getting goodness from the from the from what we're doing here in New Hampshire. Dude, get out from wherever you're living and come come join the uh, the fun. Uh, yeah, and I got to give you props too. I mean, I think it's great that you stepped up and like you are doing it consistently. I mean, it's yeah, we have a lot of work. We, to do we this. haven't missed uh, one episode. So I'm glad someone. This you is know, the Shire that. TV of the future. <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, we just need to stop cussing so much. To, to me, this show is like a hundred <laughs> times more fun than Shire TV. Shire TV. You know, it was, it was good. It, it, it wasn't fun, though. Let's too, just be it was, honest. It was, too, it was too political. It was too much work. It was too, you know. Uh, yes. Uh, there was no Vic Diesel and explosions. So with Shire TV, did you ever receive a, a negative? Uh, or did, did Cheshire TV ever receive a phone call? No. Complain about it? Well, no. Black Sheep has already fucking blown that record away then. <laughs> KPF number one as well. A winning. Yeah, it was only one, though. Just one. Um yeah, and, and and the question is, it, it is a late night show, so how many people are actually even watching it? You know, those you know people are going to sleep at that time. But I mean, it is on YouTube. I mean, uh, it is someone's it, watching it. I mean, we're live streaming it right now. By the way, thank you for everyone in the live stream right now, uh, adding adding comments. Yes, Nicholas is from Virginia. You need to you need to quit your damn job and come up here, son. Just quit messing around and, and quit playing Pokemon because everyone up here plays uh, Dominion. Yeah, Dominion is where it's at. You got you got your your uh, you got some some competition right here. Can't say I've ever played it, but uh, oh, you know, and I haven't played it yet. Even even though I am kind of a card guy, I, but I I don't mess with the actual physical cards anymore. I go straight you know to uh, you know you know the computer games. You, you think it's society so much easier? It's all has society lost something though because of that? No, I don't think so because I'm still interacting with people. I'll play some board and games. And I can get I can actually get more games out that way. I mean, it's no I don't know. I mean, like, I, I kind of wondered that cuz you know, like I saw a picture the other day where it's like uh some busy train station and it's like a meme where it's like one person's paying attention to the world and everyone else is on the phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I'm doing it too. I love yeah, my and phone. Have, and have you seen the meme right next to that one? Where it's like a uh, hundred years ago on this on a train and everyone in the whole fucking compartment is reading the newspaper. Oh, hmm. Okay, so maybe it's, it's, it's like just, maybe it's human nature. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're gonna get. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, I these people are strangers. I don't want to talk to them. I I do most of my communicating here on the face space, and I think I and and I interact with more people than I ever have in my whole life. And uh, and some of them are good friends, and some of them are acquaintances, and some people are, and some I'm just, and some are just networking, uh, you know, options. And uh, no, I I'm, I communicate with more people than I ever have in my whole I, life. I agree. I'm all about the cloud. I, I'm ready to to move on past. Uh, let's move to the future, baby. Like like let's let's go. I'm there. ready to upload, man. <laughs> I'm quit messing around, or at least give me some implants. My, my one my some, one fear about the uploading. Uh, is, is, uh, no, like, what is your consciousness, and like, would you lose that? Yeah, we've talked about this on the show before. Is like, what what happens whenever you take the chemical element away from uh, the the formula? So right now, you know, why do we do what we do? So maybe if you're seventy five years old, with nothing to lose. Yeah, where it's like you you could then quote unquote upload, and then at least you did. Do. You hear me? I said, get off my lawn. There now. you go. You could get off onto the uh, the cloud there, then there'd be no lawn. Is that Clint? That's Clint. Clint Eastwood. Okay, it's from Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I gotta see that. No, it's you from. Haven't uh, seen, you haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah, it is from. That. Uh, the I, I the movie is uh, really good. Uh, Clint does an excellent job. I have to say, I was not impressed with the young actors. They were horrible. I mean, they were just horrible actors. They they were not believable at all. But everyone else, the, the gangbangers, Clint, Clint, of course, you know, playing his old, you know, old Vietnam vet, racist. No, he, he was a Korean vet. Was he Korean? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. He's, he's a little young for, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a little old for uh, Vietnam. Uh, because he had the, grand, uh, well, he had the M1 Grand, which I, I definitely, was like was his service Korean rifle. War thing? Yeah. De- I definitely recommend it. Um they at least watch once. Now I haven't seen it in quite some time. I probably won't watch it again. But I mean, but that scene was very nice. You know, 
The game. It's really good. I don't think I'll see it again. <laughs> so if you had to recommend one movie, no, there are so many other things that I have. I just got bitched at because I haven't seen the latest South Park. Oh well, you know South Park, you catch when you catch. Yeah. It'll be great whenever. Yeah, you see have it. you seen that one? I've seen the Ebola one. I yeah, that was that. good. That was funny. Wow, that whole this whole Ebola crap. Ebola turkey. I know that I'm terrified and want to stop. Ebola and ISIS everywhere I go. They just they just shoving it down our throats. Just it, it's fear porn, man. They're trying to scare the living bejesus out of us to get us to I don't know, give up give up more give up more of our rights to be protected from the bad people out there, the bad germs and the bad brown people. Well, you could you could take the other view though. So, um, uh, of course, it's a much different world. It's cleaner, but mm-hmm. there used to be a pandemic much more often than there was. So, there's an argument to be made that the world is overdue for a serious pandemic. The last major pandemic was the uh, the Spanish flu after it World was, War One. It seems like the flu is all. It used to be a bigger deal every year. Like the flu is hitting, a bunch of people are dying, and it, it seems like past few years they haven't really yeah, done. The, that the only time I got the flu, and and it's like makes me believe the conspiracies, is when I got the damn flu shot. I never got that thing. Uh, the clockwork elves, all of it. I shouldn't even get into it. Yeah, I don't so know. I get the damn flu shot to prevent the flu because it's free from the college, and I get the flu. Paging Dr. Faggot. I don't, don't know why the, anyone's taking... I'm never getting the flu shot again. If somebody says I want to stab you with a needle, just say no thank you. Like, usually a needle is stabbing. I mean, I, mean, I, think, they've, I think I've think i seen this study uh, quite often. The only people who need to get flu shots are old people and maybe maybe kids. No, but then you get the flu. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And then it kills you. It's like a conspiracy. Just don't get the flu, whatever you do. And if you do... You know, medicate safely. I, I think from relax. October first until April first, you shouldn't go outside. You shouldn't interact <laughs> with other people. <laughs> A lot of people don't because so like cold. instead of getting the flu shot, just don't go outside. You'll be fine. No way. <laughs> I don't think we can live like that, son. Oh, I just saw that episode, but the no way. Yeah, oh that's a God, good no one. Way. That's pretty good. Well, guys, it's about that time. It was good having you on and all. Keeping it peaceful and free in the six hundred three. I hope you. I hope you stick around, Garrett. I hate to see good good folks um, migrate off. Well, you're doing good work here, man. When you say migrate off, do you mean another town or outside of the Shire? Well, I hope no. Uh, outside town. See, I heard outside town. I hope it's not outside the Shire. Well, that's the thing. I feel like there's some nationalism brewing here in oh, the Shire, man. where it's like people are like everything must happen here. Outside doesn't count. And like, the world's out there, you know. Hey guys, you've been watching. Black Sheep Rising, please go and visit the Facebook page, Black Sheep Rising forward slash blacksheeprising.org, and give it a like. And, you know, I'm putting pictures up there, I'm putting good clips up there and stuff. Join the conversation, tell me what you like, tell me what you want to see more of. Check out G's Facebook page, order some G coin. If you want to see more Ellen, go ahead and leave me that comment. By the way, as far as that is concerned, Ellen was one town over, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Get dragging her ass on the show. She is halfway across the state right now. I don't know how often that's going to happen. Of course, of course, she is coming in on Fridays on the. Uh, she's still doing Free Talk Live, right? I believe so. Uh, uh, I don't know. Because I know Allie was doing that for like two weeks. She said she was going to do it every Monday, and that just didn't work out at all. It's just that's a hard drive, man. Nobody wants to drive across the country, I mean, especially for this show. <laughs> Uh, if what? you yeah, so go go to the Facebook page first. You know, that's the way I prefer to do it. If you're like Andy, super fan Andy, and you don't have a Facebook account, well, you can go to the website blacksheeprising.org. You're gonna find everything there. You're just not gonna be able to see and socialize with everyone as well. But it's there. The archives are there. The audio is there. The pictures and the whole nine. There's- you might as well get a Facebook though, because that's gonna be like the new like chip on you. Everyone has to have a Facebook. That's page. the new six, the mark of the beast, the new six 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 code. Get you a damn Facebook. <laughs> I've been keeping Stop it to Google accounts. The, the Google thing on the phone. I haven't even. Uh, or as far like a Gmail thing. Yeah, because they only log into Facebook through the browser. No apps, none of that. I don't. Do want you have Facebook one of those? Do you have a Google log out every time? A Google Plus account or whatever it is. Yeah, you know you got to have a Google. Well, they, I have one, and I just you. don't even. I don't even think I've signed into it in yeah, like a year it, and a half. It's, it's worthless. No one uses that crap. I changed around YouTube recently so that if you want to be uh, contributing to an account, it needs to be like signed to a person. They can make you a manager. Like I used to be in on Freeman TV Raw. Now I'm a manager on Freeman TV Raw from a separate account. Huh. So, 
Hmm. Changing things around. They're doing the shifts on us. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with me directly, email me, show at blacksheeprising.org. You can also leave a voicemail, uh, 267-521-2771. Leave anything you like. Um, we'll probably play it on the show, unless it's just obnoxious. We'll probably play that as well. <laughs> but uh, uh, like Nick's, both Nick's and a couple of other anonymous uh uh, contributors, if you want to donate to the show and help this old man out, there are two links there at the web page, uh, PayPal and Bitcoin. Okay, good. Uh, both both easily accessible uh, and easy to figure out. Help this old guy out. Help me get it. Help me take a day off from work. This this equipment. Yeah, is so then then he can work on his roof and finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe I'll hire finish the job. Or maybe I'll hire a Manuel next time to to go ahead and take care of that business for me. Exactly. And I can heal. I can heal up. Give Conan a donation so he can buy a freaking safety harness. So when he falls off the damn roof, it catches him. If you're listening to this and you would actually like to participate and watch the show live, we do this every Sunday night, usually at eight thirty. Uh, Eastern Time. Uh, by the way, thank you all folks who are in the, the chat right now uh, throwing good information at us. Uh, I, I appreciate it and all. Um, there, there's another option for you. So, I mean, there's lots of you know, there's lots of ways to get black sheep. Pretty soon, I'm working on T-shirts right now. I got to get them T-shirts, man. I think that's the next step. And then coffee mugs. Yeah, we got to get AKPF mm. uniforms. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. James Cleveland... Mr. Robin Hood, where can the folks uh, find out more of what you've got going on? Uh, Robinhood.freekeen.com, Facebook.com slash Keen Robin Hood. Check it out. Donate. Uh, that's kind of my, the only real good way to contact me. I mean, if I don't know you, I'm probably not going to friend you on Facebook, and then I'll <laughs> never see your messages. So that's... You pay a dollar to Facebook, but don't do that. Uh, donate to James Robin Hood Cleveland, and he might face he might friend you on the face base. If they donate to you, will you friend, friend them? Yeah, and then I'll unfriend them later. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, where's your uh, raw tube thing at? Uh, well, freeconquered.org is my website, and Freeman TV Raw with threes instead of e's is the place where I put all my raw videos. So from there, you can check out the edited stuff, Aqua Keen. You know, they've been censoring me a little bit on YouTube. I don't appreciate that, but most of the AKPF number ones are up to date. i got to get some other ones up that they've been holding back on me. Yeah, I've been I've been real careful about the, uh, the the videos that I've been playing, and I haven't been getting flagged at all. I think two... two and, oh, by the way, yeah, speaking of... Uh, uh, so, uh, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, uh, keep in mind that I changed my YouTube account about... Almost ten episodes ago, from Conan, from Black Conan Soliday, uh, and it's changed to Black Sheep Rising podcast, and I've got fifteen subscribers as, as compared to the eight hundred that I had on the old channel. So if you're not getting Black Sheep and you're wondering where the hell it's at, well, it's because everything's been switched over to a new uh, YouTube channel. My old one is uh, flagged to death. What yeah. you could do is you could upload a few episodes and do the bait and switch. Where they click on it, and then it's like, you got to click on this other link. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, like a teaser video. I might have to research that. Like, people are like, oh, my other channel has a ding on it. Click on this one. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll look more into that. I'm not really interested in uploading tons and tons of information. I might not even have it at my disposal any longer. It might not even be on my hard drive. Or if it is. The episodes? I, I, well, it, I, have, I have the raw content, but I have to, like, re-render them. Uh, yeah, I'd be careful with that. I watched this video where uh, you you lose a little bit of quality every time you upload and download to YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I would no, I would I would upload. I would oh, re. The guy I, kept doing it a bunch of times until it, the quality degraded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a neat little science experiment. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't download the old program and re-upload it. I would well, re I would re-render the raw content that I have still on my hard. I haven't gotten rid of anything. But the actual rendered video that I upload to YouTube, sometimes those get deleted because how many take- hard drives have you filled up? I've got a three terabyte there, and it's got some space on it. That's only three terabytes over the course of this whole. No, show? that's just one hard drive. There's a stack of them, and that's just that's just the last one that I purchased. So you've put serious cash into hard drives for this show. 
they're, they're hard drives over time. I spent more on the mixer and on the uh, the monitors. I could uh, the uh, the webcams. I don't. Uh, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, because I just got it's, as far as far as mo- as far as money that I've spent on the show. It's in time, mm. T- editing time and stuff. Like, and this isn't an easy edit too, because I have so many different channels and I'm putting, I'm slapping them all together on with Vegas, and. It it's not like a thirty minute process. It, sometimes sure. it takes oh, yeah. as long, and I it's and especially if I like mess minutes. up. Like a couple episodes ago, I, for, I actually forgot to record the video, and so I only had the uh, the live stream to work with. And Reminds the, o- the pork fest thing. and the audio was shit. So <laughs> I had to. I actually inputted every one of the drops individually, and I had to like line them up and like pop oh. them in. We were talking about like fifty oh. drops. Wow. I spent about three hours on that on that thing. So I mean, yeah, I, and that was my fault too. And I, but I wanted to get good, you know, good content out there. So that's just how that works. Hey, let's close this show up. <laughs> we got to get going. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you guys did not watch. We were going to do a movie review, and you guys did not watch. Oh, it was great. Five bags of popcorn. You guys are horrible. I give you. I give <laughs> you homework. I give you, I give you homework assignments, and you you just can't do it. It's like it's like what are you guys doing? Like work. I always hated school, so I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that. This is this is one of my favorite bands of all time, Nine Inch Nails, and I can't believe after 74 episodes, I haven't even played Nine Inch Nails on this program. What's wrong with me? It's Garrett? probably like copyrighted. Yeah, well, no, this actually uh, <laughs> I is, I uploaded this one, it. no flags. This is a remix. This is the S-H-E mix, the she mix of the song Every Day is Exactly the Same, one of my favorite songs from Nine Inch Nails, and I really like uh, the remix. It's pretty pretty fabulous, actually. You need to just get people doing karaoke versions of the songs that you want and have those in the show. <laughs> like, we're going to listen to this song now. If, if you uh, like the music list that I played, by the way, and by the way, I just uploaded, or not uploaded, but I, if you go to the website... Go to the archives and go to the Muzak list, and it shows all the songs that have been played in the last 74 episodes. If you like the selection that are in that list, then you probably like the same music that I like, because I've been playing all the music that I like. If you can karaoke style any of those songs, send them to me, and they're good. Send them to me, and I'll play them on the show. Does it sound like a deal? Cool. I like that idea. James James is thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a high quality recording of the God Bless the TSA from Coca Cola oh, oh my Christ. That can be played on the show. <laughs> Guys at home, thank you for watching. Uh, we will see you again next week at the same time. Good night.
So Mic check one two. That'll Do I need work. to speak like Daryl? Yeah. <laughs> to cut a steak. To cut a steak. I don't have to have to fucking shot. He cannot pick up a knife to yeah. cut a steak. <laughs>